so at 12 or 13, I started hustling little bits of drugs. I could get marijuana pretty easily and turn a profit on it just so I could have some of the drugs free for myself. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution. God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers, and a real God. Today, we're going to talk to someone who did drugs and then became a drug dealer, and then got set free from that lifestyle to have a normal Christian life. Michael Martinez is going to share the truth about his past. I think there's so much to learn how people get involved with drugs and even become drug dealers. Seems like a crazy life, and yes, drug dealers destroy a lot of people's lives by offering something that can negatively alter someone's life forever. And Michael is going to share how he got to the point in his life as a drug dealer that he found that lifestyle to be so empty. Michael, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much for having me. Ah, Michael, such an honor to have you with us today. So how does this work? How did you find yourself selling drugs? Well, of course, I came from a divorced home. Uh, My dad left at an early age, so I had no father figure in the house. And Mm -hmm. mom had to work two jobs, so I had a lot of time to myself. So in that time, of course, it was about making a little bit of money early. So at 12 or 13, I started trying to work and make some money and started hustling little bits of drugs. I could get marijuana pretty easily and turn a profit on it just so I could have some of the drugs free for myself. Mm, Wow. Sounds like lots of idle time going bad. And then I understand you got into sports ticket sales and you did drug dealing at the same time. Tell us about that. Yep. On the street, I moved to selling concert and sporting events tickets and scalping on the streets. It was pretty lucrative. And I found myself in front of drug dealers who had ample amounts of drugs and they wanted to purchase the tickets. And I seen a way to make twice the money I could doing it that way, trading drugs for tickets. Mm, So you got them using the tickets and then turned them for a profit. How old were you during this time? I'm moving into 16, 17 years old. Mm, Okay. So how does a 16-year-old think about doing drug deals? I mean, did it feel bad? Did you feel ashamed? Or was there actually something kind of fun in it for you at that time? Uh, My thoughts were that it was fun and my friends were doing it and there was some peer pressure, but it was kind of expensive and I found a way to get it for way cheaper than anyone else. So of course I became popular in that circle. (laughs) Wow. Peer pressure can be so bad. But as life progressed, you started realizing it wasn't that fun at all and you wanted to get out of it. But then you had a hard time doing that until you had a specific dream. What was that dream about? Well, I was at my wit's end, of course, after years and years of abusing it. And the streets kind of turned ugly. People were getting busted and they were um, giving up their friends so they can get off on a plea bargain. 
And there was a lot of that going on and a lot of different circles were being uh, popped and, and busted for what they were doing. So I seen that that was coming my way and just, uh, you know, crying out because I always believed in God, was pretty much raised Catholic and was scared of him that he was just this mean God that wanted to make me obey. Uh-huh. And with that, I just would cry out to him to, man, something's got to change here. And then one night he gave me a dream and he told me that he's going to send me a way out and it'll come through a female, which was interesting in my life. Mm, Wow. But I understand there was more about this dream where the Lord showed you something deeper as you called out to him. Like he responded to show you the truth about the drug dealing that you had engaged in. Tell us about it. It was more showing me a lot of my sins, showing me how many people's lives I had affected, how many families I had destroyed with selling them these drugs, how many people were addicted in divorces. And really the illumination of my sin was what he showed me and how bad it was and how do I get out of this. And he just said to hold on to this one and that'll be my way out. Mm. So after this dream where the Lord told you about this girl, you met someone and you got into a relationship with her, and she gave her life to Jesus right when you're coming to know her. Tell us about that. It was just something about the innocence in her story and how she became involved in the street life and the drugs. And we had met each other from a mutual friend, and we were partying together. But when she ran to the church and started to say, I'm done with this whole lifestyle, I just followed, like God said. Wow. Wow. So I understand that you accepted Christ into your life, Did it change your life? Well, it was pretty miraculous to me because unlike all the recovery programs that we entered, he instantly wiped it away from me. The cravings, I didn't have any of the cravings anymore. Mm. I gave up all the alcohol, all the tobacco. He just wiped it all away and it all tasted very, very vile to me at that point. So I didn't have this hard struggle to give it all up. It was pretty instantly taken from me. Mm. Wow. That is encouraging to hear, Michael, because there are a lot of people who may have a family member who is addicted to drugs, or they are themselves. Maybe there's even someone who's a drug dealer who is listening and wants the same testimony to happen to them that happened to you, where they can find freedom like you have. What would you say to that person who's saying that in their heart right now? I would definitely say that when you ask for the Lord to show you and you cry out to Him, the Word of God tells us that there's not a special prayer to pray. There's not a special saying to say. You know, it teaches us in the Bible that all those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So I encourage you all out there just to get on your knees and call out to Him, and He will answer you and continue to call out to Him. If you don't think He's answering to you, continue to push in for more and more. And he will show up and he will guide you in some miraculous ways. It will come through dreams and visions. It will come through sometimes presence. It'll come through a blessing or just a simple bird singing or something of that nature. But I definitely say that, yes, all can be saved if you just want it and you want him to rule your life and you give your life to him and let him walk you through your wildest dreams will come true. He has not only given me a new chance at life and freedom from the bondage of addictions, of all addictions, but the freedom of bondage from this world and what it has to offer because it's very cheap, this world's 
draw towards you. So he has made me an engineer. I work at an energy company, which is another miraculous story. There's miracle after miracle as he shows up as I continue my relationship with him because it's all about that. And of course, my way out was my wife and I am continually in awe of all the amazing stuff he does. And I follow her and together as a one flesh reunion, it's uh, been amazing. Uh, Michael, you are an example of a life completely changed. And, you know, knowing you personally, it's amazing. From a life of selling drugs to now a redeemed life as a hardworking man with a beautiful family. Truly, God can redeem a person's life. And you are an example of that. Thanks so much for being on our show. Yes, thank you. Hold tight. God can redeem your life or the life of another that you know. Let's go deeper right after the break. My friends, this is Evangelist Anlay, and I have a huge heart to study how Jesus is working in people's lives today and how he can change the lives of so many more. Will you partner with me to get this show on another radio station in a different state? Together, we're learning and demonstrating that Jesus is alive and touching lives everywhere. Help us to get out the good news. We're looking for monthly giving partners from $5 a month to $100 a month. Anything helps. You can learn more about this by going to AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at AwakeningTheNations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's AwakeningTheNations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what are you thinking about this? I know how some people might be thinking. They might say, how can there be really any hope for someone who's a criminal? I mean, who dealt drugs, did drugs? How can someone's life go from being addicted to a life that is free from those addictions? There's a saying, once an addict, always an addict. So how can Michael really be set free? Well, let me share some news with you. I know this man personally. He's a good friend of mine. And I tell you what, he really is set free. He makes a great living working at a high-level job where God has totally turned his life around. He has a beautiful family and amazing kids. If you met him, you would not be able to tell that he was a former drug dealer and an addict. But this is what God does in people's lives. Jesus is still transforming lives today, just like when he was physically present on the earth 2,000 years ago. And how? Well, Jesus is still here, my friend. He isn't dead. He's working through the Holy Spirit to change people's lives and turn a life of no hope to one of great hope and even success. How, you might ask, how can Michael just drop his addictions just like that? Let me show you a secret. Jesus said in John chapter 4, 13, 14, Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. And real quick, he was talking about a well that they were sitting in front of. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. You see, addictions can exist in our lives because something is missing. We're trying to fill up what we're lacking. Some are addicted to drugs, others porn, maybe food addiction, gluttony, whatever it is. We're trying to fill ourselves because something is missing deep inside. 
Jesus said that he's able to give someone a heavenly water, that whoever drinks of it, it will become a sustaining flow of springs in that person's life. That means when a person receives Jesus Christ into their life, rather than looking for outward things to fill them, they become filled from the inside out through the power of the kingdom of God, specifically the Holy Spirit's flow. As the Holy Spirit flows in your life, it's like an amazing river that carries joy, love, peace, rest, and true fulfillment. You see, Michael is able to drop the drugs because this water that Jesus speaks of is flowing in his heart. I've seen it with my own eyes. And if you ask Jesus to give you this water, he will give you this water, but the water is himself. Where are you at in your life? Are you missing something? Maybe you have everything, but something inside still bugs you. Something is missing. What is that? Let's ask Jesus for this water even now. Lord Jesus, I'm sensing that there's a friend of mine is listening and saying, gosh, I'm at a time in my life and I know that something is wrong. I can't quite put my thumb on it. But Lord Jesus, we're asking for this water. We're asking for this heavenly flow. We're asking that you deposit the Holy Spirit inside of us. We're asking, Lord God, that you, Lord Jesus, yourself would come and make your home in us, as scripture says, and that we'd be able to live and be sustained from the inside out, both spiritually, emotionally. We ask for this in Jesus' name, Lord God. I'm asking for my friend, for a blessing for them, Lord God, for the fire of God to fall upon them. I'm asking for this in Jesus' name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. If you want to know more about us or to make a tax-deductible donation, please check us out at AwakeningDonations.com. That's AwakeningDonations.com. See you next time.